This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass in Fairfield, Connecticut. If at any point during the show you want to learn some more information, give us a call, 800-339-9252, or you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, feel free to head over to our radio page. You can check out past shows and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. That way you make sure you always know where to find your latest episodes. There's a whole lot about a person that you can figure out based on their personality traits, and today... We're going to look into a recent study that says someone's personality traits could be tied to their likelihood of running out of money in retirement. But before (laughs) we go too far into that, let's welcome our co-host, Tony Shore. Tony Shore, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing pretty good. That subject matter for today's show scares me a little bit. But um, yeah, so I've had a crazy busy week. Uh, Just, uh, you know, I've got three sick kids at home. And keeping busy here at work. How about you, though, Matt? How have you been? I've been doing great, quite honestly, Tony. I'm sorry to hear about the kids. We were talking about oh, that, I yeah, know, but okay. uh, it, yeah, I've been uh, I've been doing really well, actually. Uh, you know, you always ask how work's going, and yesterday we got to do one of one of our more favorite things we get to do is when we get somebody to officially retire, take them out for a nice lunch, and uh, and we had a great one yesterday. Somebody just so happy to get retired, and um. It was just a made the whole day that's before awesome. and after just that much. Well, more I think that's fun. great. Yeah. You do that for your clients. And of course, this is the goal they've been working toward, uh, at least the first part of a new journey. Um, yeah. A lot of people look at retirement as the end or beginning of the end, but really it's just the beginning of a new phase of life. So I think yeah. it's awesome and that you help celebrate it in that way. That's very cool. I didn't know you did that. Yeah, it's fun. You know, uh, yesterday's was fun. We got a bunch of balloons and a tiara and a little scepter. And <laughs> That's awesome. It was a good time. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, and, you know, um, I, I'm starting to spiral a little bit thinking about some of my own personality traits since you mentioned what we're talking about today. And I've heard people say things about me over the years, but none of them were, if I might, thinking I might go broke. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we, you have probably a pretty good reason to spiral out of control thinking about your personality. <laughs> exactly. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, it, it, you know, marketwatch.com, they tackle this topic with their article. If you have these personality traits, you could be at higher risk of going broke in retirement. Uh, in the article, Market Watch breaks down a study that finds a tie between these things. And you can imagine that over the years, a lot of sources have done a lot of studies about you know, success and failure in retirement. In my opinion, smart way to go, but a great way to learn about success in retirement is to look what, uh, you know, what has worked and on the other side, what hasn't worked for other retirees. Right. So that's interesting. And uh, nobody wants to go broke in retirement, 
Uh, I find it interesting that it may be tied to personalities might be an indicator. Um, but we do hear a lot about studies like this one. So what makes this study unique, Matt? Well, I, I think because of what it looked into, Tony, uh, many studies evaluate how likely someone is to spend the retirement savings based on their age, marital status, legacy goals. This study found that your personality traits may have more impact on how likely you are to go broke in retirement than any of those things. And quite honestly, this is, I don't want to say uh, it's old news, but behavior is one of the biggest issues. Investor behavior, uh, is one of the biggest issues we've found ourselves dealing with over the years. So this makes a lot of sense. And I think this is a pretty decent way to explain it. I don't think it's super groundbreaking, but it it really helps people understand why these things may have the effect they do. Your, your personality traits could have an even bigger impact on your retirement savings than whether you plan to continue to work in retirement or not. Mm. So I think this is a good way to look at it. Yeah. And I was nervous before, but now it's getting real. Uh, <laughs> is this an intervention? Maybe are you yes. talking about me? Uh, we're not just going <laughs> to run down a list of my unique personality traits. Are we? We don't have nearly enough time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to pick on you. Well, any more than normal, but, sure. uh, yeah, not fair enough, right? Uh, no, the first thing I, you know, rest assured, the article said some personality traits actually make you less likely to run into issues with your retirement income. And when you think about it, it makes sense. None of this really shouldn't make sense to people, but I think it's a really good way to get your head wrapped around it. Like I said, things like conscientiousness, that one's a mouthful, and, and financial self-efficacy, also a mouthful, were directly rated, related to slower withdrawal rates from retirement accounts. Now, MarketWatch defined financial self-efficacy as a sense of resilience and control over financial situations. So with slower withdrawal rates from the retirement accounts, people who demonstrate those traits are less likely to run out of money in retirement. Almost kind of, you know, of course, right? Right. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a thank you, Captain Obvious. Yes. <laughs> uh, and now for the flip side, though, of that coin, I assume that means there are other people who are more likely to withdraw their funds faster, of course. Yeah. Well, yeah. And if this is the moment you've been scared of, um, don't don't be. We're just going over the stuff. So the following traits uh, were common among people who were more likely to spend down their retirement income at a higher rate. And uh, they include you know, people who are creative, adventurous, and who seek new ideas and experiences. People who are caring, warm, and sympathetic to others. People who feel like they're regularly worrying, nervous, or anxious and people who had been recently experiencing negative emotions of many kinds. Uh, if you have issues with any of those, I might recommend a good Sam Harris podcast, but uh, you know, <laughs> awesome. they, uh, they, I don't think almost, I don't want to say these are super surprising because technically that's like uh, all the descriptions of your astrological signs, right? You right. can find yourself in almost one, almost anyone can find themselves in one of those things. And it's a lot. They found that literally all those groups were more likely to have higher rates of withdrawal from their retirement accounts. Well, yeah, as you listed them off, I'm like, okay, check, check, yeah. check. <laughs> uh, so I, I had to gulp loudly there. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think probably might've been heard outside, but no worries. Good thing. There's a mute button. Uh, <laughs> I don't blame you for feeling a little, you know, apprehensive, nor do I blame anybody listening. You know, if you identify with one of those groups, uh, 
great. In that group, you'll find adventurous people, kind people, worrisome people. A whole lot of us fall into one or more of those categories. Good news is no single study will be indicative of how your unique retirement will go. Just because you're nice doesn't mean you're automatically going to go broke in retirement. All right. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> that's good to know. You don't want to nobody wants to go broke in retirement. And, uh, you know, it, it varies, I'm sure, with pe- to people's different personalities. Um, so uh, maybe we should take a quick break here so you can let our listeners know how to get a hold of you. Sure, sure. Uh, you can call us 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. All right. So we're talking about this marketwatch.com article. Um, and it was, uh, I love these titles that are just sentences of these articles. Yeah. Yeah. If you have these personality traits, you could be at a higher risk of going broke in retirement. And, um, you know, it did strike some fear uh, in my heart. Uh, and uh, as I suspected, some of the groups you outlined uh, created a psychological profile of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that uh, checks most of the boxes, right? Yeah. You know, my file on you is thick, but, uh, <laughs> sure. no, and no, it could, you know, the study found people who are creative and adventurous, there's you, you know, people who are caring and sympathetic, you as well, uh, <laughs> people who are worrisome or anxious, not so bad there, but no. you know, are, are you more like, they're more likely to withdraw funds from their retirement savings at a faster rate. And, and again, it, it's probably incredibly obvious if you're creative and adventurous, you're going to go do more stuff. Right. Uh, if, if you're caring and sympathetic, when you see somebody struggling, you're going to want to help. You know, people who worry some are anxious are more likely to maybe not make the correct financial decisions. So, um, you know, the flip side, people who demonstrate personality traits like conscientiousness and financial self-efficacy more likely to withdraw funds from their retirement savings at a slower rate. Now, the ideal behind all this is the faster you withdraw money from your retirement savings, the faster you could run out. No. It certainly depend. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right? I mean, this is groundbreaking. But it's certainly dependent upon a number of other variables in your specific case, though. And that's what we're, you know, the reason I like this is how that ties into what we're always talking about. If you have a plan in place, you can sometimes buffer some of these personality traits and behaviors you might otherwise default to. So are you saying I'm already doomed, Matt? Um, financially, no, no. <laughs> the asteroid might have your name on it. Yeah. Uh, no, no, not by any stretch. Like I said earlier, even if you fit perfectly within all of the categories, no reason to panic. And just like I just said, because when you have a plan in place, you're less likely to go to your emotional default and destroy that plan. Study looked at three thirty six hundred people in the U.S. who were age 50 and over, and they evaluated their personality traits. They compared it with tax data. What the study found to be true on average among this audience is far from being a hard, fast rule about everyone who demonstrates those traits. So rather than worry about your personality traits, you might find it beneficial to get proactive about your retirement, get that plan in place. Consider talking to a financial services professional. Talk to someone like me. Talk to someone who does things like we do if you're not going to talk to us. Talk about the steps you can make to find your retirement dreams becoming a reality. I can say with all honesty, I've never told a client to change their personality traits to help secure their retirement goals. I've helped them get that plan in place that will help it work within those personality traits. Yeah, and I think that's best for everybody. Uh, I do think it's a good point. Your personality traits aside, working with a financial professional, an advisor like yourself, that could help 
enact some behaviors that are going to make retirement more attainable and make your money last longer. Yeah, it will. And let's let's stay on that retirement attainable thought here. I have some other points I'd like to discuss about some potential mistakes on the journey to retirement and how to avoid them. Now, there was a November 2019 article that doesn't discriminate based on personality traits. MarketWatch did one also called How to Avoid Five Common Retirement Money Mistakes. Well, anytime mistakes are made, there could be a lapse in judgment involved, right? Uh, But I guess it doesn't mean it's something related to your personality then. Right, right. The first, it, it doesn't have to be, right? So the first mistake, article cites is this, thinking you can beat the market. The allure of big stock market gains is enough to draw some people in. These people are often attracted to what's called an active investment strategy. That means you're actively buying and selling stocks to try to get a bigger return than the market at large. It can be tricky. There's plenty of papers to show that this doesn't work over time. You know, this it, you want to consider this. There's professional traders who buy and sell individual stocks and still aren't able to regularly outperform the market. So um, if that's a first mistake. I think a lot of people have been making. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a tough gig to do better than the market and at the same time do better than uh, professionals whose entire job it is to do just that. Right. Well, try to anyway. Yeah, you know, <laughs> try they're, to they're do not, that. Yo, they did not take Yoda's advice on that. It's more often the do not than the do. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so absolutely. I, an act, that active strategy is often uh, fraught with danger. Now, the second mistake is sort of the opposite of that. Keeping all your money in cash. Now, if mistake number one was talk, you know, a tough one, active strategy, and this one doesn't get any less active. If you leave all your money in bank accounts or say money market mutual funds, you may feel like your money's safe and you're avoiding risky investments. But one of the problems there is you may also be avoiding the chance of growing your money at all. In those accounts, your money won't even keep up with inflation, which means the same amount could effectively be worth less tomorrow than it is today. And probably will be. You know. Yeah, if you're not outpacing inflation, you're losing money. To me, you're, you absolutely have to make your basic minimum goal if you want to not lose money at any given point to outpace inflation. Yeah. And, Anything more than that is a bonus. Yeah. And obviously, everybody's situation is different, but I feel like uh, it could be particularly dangerous if you think about like rising costs of healthcare, for example. You don't want your money to essentially get less valuable while the costs of things you need get higher. Yeah, the rising cost of health care, the rising cost of pizza, Tony. Oh, I mean, yeah. Every, every year, almost everything costs more. And over time, everything costs more. So if you have a dollar and it's under your mattress, it's still just a dollar 10 years from now. And it's not going to buy you 10 years from now what it bought you today. It's you know it's just a tough mistake for people to be making. Now that's good. And then the third one, the article talked about people who put their money in too many places. We've all heard about the importance of diversification, but this mistake is one where people don't focus on the underlying assets of the investments they believe to be diverse. So another thing you find over time. So some of my older older clients, uh, when sometimes when you first met with them, their diversification strategy was having uh, the savings accounts in eight different banks. 
you know, not the greatest diversification strategy. It's the same asset, just in different places. Uh, there's a, uh, there's the article talks about someone who has 20 different mutual funds at different financial service companies. Now, 20 mutual funds, it may give the appearance of being diverse, but if each of those funds is investing in similar stocks and bonds, the portfolio is probably not that diverse. Talk to a financial service professional. They can help you review the vehicles that could deliver the retirement income that you're going to need, not just a ton of the funds that hold the same thing that have poor fee inefficiencies and redundancies. You can position yourself better than that. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And you need the help of a professional. And what's that phone number again that our listeners can call to set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation with you? Oh, you can call 800-339-9252, easiest way to get in touch. Or you can visit us online if you needed to, compass-ltd.com. All right, that sounds great. So now we're going to jump ahead here and go to number four uh, from that uh, Market Watch uh, list of common retirement money mistakes. Okay, so number four, steering too far clear of your savings. It can be really hard for retirees to make the transition from saving to spending. And it makes a lot of sense. You know, you think about all the years we work, you save that money, you save, save, save before we get a chance to spend any of it. So we're kind of in that mindset. I think it's pretty fair to say we're darn attached to some of those dollars we made and we tucked away a few decades ago. But too many retirees lose sight of why they tuck those dollars away to begin with. Hmm. It's it's so they could spend them later on. Right. I, I feel, though, <laughs> Matt, like I won't need to be reminded to spend money. Uh, that's I, that's for sure. But when you do put it that way, it makes sense. People might I, be I hanging on to it, right? I can't tell you how many people I have to talk into going out to get a steak dinner. There's a reason people who can successfully retire can. It's because they've done the right things along the way. They didn't go out and you know spend lavishly. But if you've done the right work, there comes a time where you can enjoy it. If your retirement strategy isn't working, don't be afraid to spend some of those uh, you know hard-earned, long-saved dollars. And you know if you can do that, especially if you have a plan, right? So there's there's a, there's comes a point where you've worked hard enough and you want it to, to, to last. But if you're not spending that money, then what was the point of saving all that money? If you're never going to spend it, right. Right. You have to have some quality of life. And if you, if you did it earlier, you may not get to do it in retirement, but if you did all the right things to get to retirement, it's a good time to make sure it works in your plan and then actually spend it accordingly. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, thank you. I try to do that. I don't go top, you know, talking heads, stop making sense as, as often as possible. <laughs> talking heads, stop making Thanks. sense. Great album. <laughs> uh, so, and talk, talk about making mistake, making, stop making sense. Uh, there's, I want to talk about one that really does here. And this is the final mistake to avoid and, and the, from this article. And it's feeling trapped by real estate. Now, homes have a lot of value, both monetary, sentimental, Let's focus first. Let's talk about the monetary value. You know, that value means that for many retirees and pre-retirees, their home is their primary asset. And you see it a lot because you've often owned it for quite a, 
quite amount of time. You bought it at a decent rate and it's now worth way more than whatever you paid for it. We all know it's good to have assets, but when your primary asset is something that has so much sentimental value, it can be hard to make the decision to get rid of it. It's like those people that have worked their whole life for the same company and have all that company stock and they just have that single company risk. It's hard sometimes for people to get rid of that stock or something. Maybe their grandparents bought them when they were a kid, but it might be vital to the retirement income you're depending on. Yeah. And I've certainly seen some of those uh, difficult decisions uh, amongst friend and friends and family as they continue to get older. Yeah. I, you know, we're going through it now. My mother, you know, my, my father's passed. We, we, we all lived in that house. She's having a hard time. It's a big house. She's, that's way too big for her. She knows she needs to downsize, but you know, it's the only house any of her grandchildren have ever known. It's the house that when, you know, they bought it, they built a thing on for my grandmother. My grandmother lived in there. She's gone. My father's gone. My brother passed while we lived at that house. There's a ton of sentimental memories there. She knows it's not a good idea for her financially. So it's taking some time and she's doing it at a pace. But the ultimate goal is she knows she has to move past that sentimental attachment so that she can be okay till so that she doesn't run out of money while she's still here. She never wanted to be a burden to anybody. And she knows that if she stays there too long, that could be an issue. So, but again, you have to remember your situation is unique. It may not be the same as hers. She doesn't, she doesn't love rattling around in this big house all by herself at this point. She'd like something that makes a little more sense for her current lifestyle. Work with a financial professional. They can help you evaluate what it is you're looking for, what it is you should be able to afford, how, and talk to you about some of the things you can do to maybe save some of those memories. You know, she said though, in the end, you know, she, all those memories, they'll be with her wherever she goes. It, they, they don't just have to stay in that house. She can carry those memories on with her. And so she knows it's the right step to take. So I think it's a great thing. Yeah, I, it's, it's a rather personal story, but we had no, this I discussion just the other I night. I think it's important. Yeah, we just, she and I just had this discussion the other night looking around because, you know, she's trying to get that stuff out of there that people can use, donates a ton of stuff. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot, she feels a lot of good as this goes along because she knows stuff she no longer needs, other people are getting use out of yeah. now. Um, and so that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, it's, a, it's one of those ways that can help. So if that's a tough thing for you to think about or even consider, that's a really good time, I think, to sit down and talk to somebody you can trust. Yeah, I think that's really important. And uh, you mentioned that article also listed some ways to avoid falling victim to some of these money mistakes. Yeah, it provided three tips you can use to try to avoid some of the mistakes. First, identify the risks that can impact your retirement. Uh, healthcare costs, long-term care costs, home repairs, possibility of running out of money in retirement, regardless of what your personality is, right? After identifying those risks, you can determine strategies to help avoid them. Uh, again, one of the best ways I've ever seen to do this is to get a comprehensive financial plan in place. That's the best way I've seen day in and day out for people to avoid making these mistakes. Yeah. And there are a lot of uh, different options out there and strategies to help you prepare for the unexpected uh, insurance options, right? There's insurance options, securities options. There's, you know, there's a ton of financial vehicles that you can use. There's no one greater than the other for everyone. There's certainly products that are best for you. And by working with someone who takes a comprehensive look, you know, I, I always say, yeah, it's good to have an insurance agent, but don't just count on insurance. It's good to have a broker. Don't just count on your broker. Look at it. It's best to do 
business financially with someone who has a comprehensive, holistic approach, if you will, that's going to take a look at all the areas of your life. And I think that's the best way to get that done. Um, you really, I think the best way to do it is if you, once you have that plan in place, if, if you can't easily explain your financial strategy to a friend, you probably don't have the right financial strategy. That's how, if you can easily explain it, you know, you understand it well, and you should be able to do that after you get your financial plan done. So I need to know what I'm doing. Check. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. Yes, exactly. And the third and final way the article suggests to avoid risk is to use conservative estimates when trying to calculate your rate of return and overestimate, uh, there, there's a use conservative estimates when trying to figure out how much money and income you're going to need to live comfortably in retirement. I'm going to take a little twist on this. I say use conservative estimates for how much money you're going to earn and in your rates of return and kind of overestimate the amount of expenses you're going to have. Yes, that that's way, good advice. That way you're going to, if, if, it goes you know, down either way. It just goes longer. Take an honest look at your expenses. Don't underestimate how much you'll need to cover them. That's the way you want to overestimate, right? Then you can determine how you'll enhance your quality of life with what's left over. Yep. I think that's great. Well, you know what? We're out of time for today's show, Matt. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today? Well, if you have any questions about any of this or you just want to get started, give us a call 800-339-9252. Or if you want to take the first step before you can come in and get that complimentary consultation, uh, go to the website, the top left-hand part of the page is a thing called the color of money risk analysis. It's a easiest way to get started uh, before you come in to talk to a financial services professional, 13 questions, self-assessment questionnaire, uh, and you will get a proprietary score that's unique to you. We'll sit down. We'll talk about those things. We talk about some of the topics we talked about today. Uh, There's no cost. There's no obligation to that. And Hey, you know, I've given you the 800 number. You go in, you want to work me further. Heck, you might even get my cell phone number after that, Tony. (laughs) Wow. Wow. What an honor. Well, uh, I don't even know if I have your cell phone number. That's quite the honor. No, I do. All right. Um, You know what? Great show today, Matt. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matthew Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. A registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities LLC and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.